there's always something of merit in a piece of art, whether it be the line quality, whether it be the colors, whether it be the idea, there's always something of interest, I think, in a piece of art. Do you want to learn how to make money as an artist without selling out? Hey, I'm Erin Sparler, and each week, my guests and I share the secrets for turning your art into income. If you're ready to start making money with your art, visit theartistappeals.com forward slash go. Peels. I'm your host, Erin Sparler, and we're inside the studio today. And I thought I'd share with you a couple of little things. One, I thought I'd share with you this cool way to display your paints that I made. You can see some of this on TikTok and uh, Facebook, I guess. So this is an old canvas that I painted over with white gesso. I put two pieces of wood on the back to hammer into and put two S hooks up here on the top to hang it from a wire. It is very heavy, but I do love this because it allows me to quickly and easily find my paints and see the real colors because I put a little swatch of color right here over top. So let me see if I can zoom in here and show you. You can see here that these flesh tones are not what they look like on the actual mark on the bottom, right? So the paint tube itself has a sample, but it doesn't look anything like what actually comes out. So I like to put a little uh, dollop of paint. I just take the lid off and bloop, put a dollop of paint on there, and then I can see my paints. Now this gets hung up over there. This is a long vertical one. I've had this as a horizontal one before, um, but I recreated this as horizontal because it fits underneath my cabinets, which is really great. So I wanted to share that with you. Do you want to get everything you need, all the information, all the tips, tricks, stories, all in one place so you can just focus on doing what you love, creating? Well, now you can. You can get an instant copy of the new book, The Artist Appeals, How to Make Money as an Artist in Seven Steps. That's right. Get the new book, The Artist Appeals, plus three free bonuses at How to Make Money as an artist.com. All right. So today I do want to share with you another kid's book. Let's take a look at this one because I think it's pretty awesome. I love the term ish. I think of it as kind of like an ism. So in my thoughts, in my way of categorizing art styles, they almost all end in ism, right? Impressionism, uh, modernism, they all end in ism. And so I think this is a great book because it talks about ish. So let's take a look at it. Hopefully it'll offer you some interesting insights and inspiration. So this is the book Ish by Peter H. Reynolds. I believe I read his other book, The Dot to You, the other week. Raymond loved to draw. Do you love to draw too? I imagine you do. Anytime, 
anything, anywhere. <laughs> He's on the potty. <laughs> Do you draw on the potty? I read on the potty. Maybe that's TMI, but yeah, I have lots of books in the bathroom. One day, Raymond was drawing a vase of flowers. His brother, Leon, leaned over his shoulder. Leon burst out laughing. <laughs> what is that? He asked. Mm. Criticism can hurt, can it? Especially from the ones we love. Raymond could not even answer. He just crumpled up his drawing and threw it across the room. Leon's laughter haunted Raymond. He kept trying to make his drawings look right, and they never did. Does your artwork have to look right? What about abstraction? What about Picasso and Cubism? What about what is right? After many months and many crumpled sheets of paper, Raymond put his pencil down. I'm done, he said. Oh, dear. Marisol, his sister, was watching him. What do you want? He snapped. I was watching you draw, she said. Raymond sneered. I'm not drawing. Go away. Marisol ran away, but not before picking up a crumpled piece of paper. Hey, come here. Come back there with that, he said. Raymond raced after Marisol up the hall and into the room. He was about to yell, but fell silent when he saw his sister's walls. He stared at the crumpled gallery of drawings. Sometimes people see things in our work that we don't. This is one of my favorites, Marisol said, pointing. That was supposed to be a vase of flowers, Raymond said but it doesn't look like one. Well, it looks vase-ish. Raymond looked closer. Then he studied all the drawings on Marisol's walls and began to see them in a whole new way. They do look-ish, he said. Raymond felt light and energized, thinking, Ishithly allowed his ideas to flow freely. He began to draw what he felt. He began to draw loose lines, quickly springing out without worry. Raymond felt light and energized. Thinking Ishishly allowed his ideas to flow freely. He began to draw what he felt, loose lines, quickly springing out without worry. Raymond once again drew and drew the world around him, making an ish drawing felt wonderful. It's here. Oh my God. You can get a printed version of the Artist Appeals on Amazon now. It looks so good. Oh, I'm so psyched. I like it in the paperback. The Artist Appeal, this is my first copy from Amazon.com. You can get your copy of The Artist Appeals, The Seven Steps for How to Make Money as an Artist, which summarizes some of the best stories, tips, tricks, lessons, quotes from the first two seasons of the podcast. Here it is, folks. I can't believe it. It's been a lot of work, guys. So there you have it. The printed version's out. Go get yours on Amazon.
He filled his journals. Tree-ish. I love these. Tree-ish. House-ish. Boat-ish. Afternoon-ish. Fish-ish. <laughs> Sun-ish. Those are cool, aren't they? Raymond realized he could draw ish feelings, too. Peace-ish. Silly-ish. And excite-ish. His ish art inspired ish writing. He wasn't sure if he was writing poems, but he knew they were poem-ish. Ponder, pond, ponder, dream, yonder, pond, pond, yond, yond, gleam, wander. One spring morning, Raymond had a wonderful feeling. It was a feeling that even ish words and ish drawings could not capture. Flow state, maybe? He decided not to capture it and simply savor it. And Raymond lived happily, ishfully ever after. I think both this book and The Dot are fantastic lessons for any artist, designer, illustrator, photographer in whatever stages of your career you're in. I love this one because it really talks about being free and open to different ideas and allowing your artwork to be loose and to be free and to let other people see it. Let me tell you a little story. So when I was in college, I had a painting class. Really cool professor, Frank was his name. And one day we were in a critique and somebody called a piece of art ugly. They said it was ugly. It wasn't very good. And this professor said, really, who else here likes it? And a couple of people raised their hands. And he said, I'll tell you what, if you guys can create a piece of artwork so ugly that everybody in this room, everybody in the critique agrees that it is ugly and that there is not one thing of merit in it, I will give you an A. Well, I'm always up for a challenge. So I went home and I created a painting. I put every color I hated in it. I scribbled on it. I scratched on it. I used neon pink. I even took my bubble gum and stuck it on the canvas. It was kind of this snail shape with the giant nose coming out of it. And the bubble gum was coming out of the nose. It was pretty disgusting. It had pink and lime green. And I called it nose candy. And I took it to class. And I thought, I'm going to get an A. Heck yeah, this thing is atrocious. This is so ugly. Do you know? They loved it. In fact, my best friend was like, can I have that piece? That is amazing. <laughs> she took it. She had it on her walls for years. She got a degree in psychology and counseling. And uh, she told me it was eventually stolen from her, her office. I guess maybe, uh, maybe I'm famous now since one of my pieces of art has been stolen. But somewhere out there is a piece of art that I thought was so ugly, nobody would like it and that it would earn me an A. No one ever did get that A. For the ugliest piece of art because there's always something of merit 
in a piece of art, whether it be the line quality, whether it be the colors, whether it be the idea, there's always something of interest, I think, in a piece of art. And sometimes when you let go and you try to make something ish, when you try and make something that's just an impression, a feeling, when you let go and you make it loose and scribbly and you make it ugly, sometimes you end up making a beautiful mess. So to create something, to quote Bob Ross, a beautiful mess, sometimes accidents are happy, right? Bob Ross said happy accidents, or um, in our family, we use the expression beautiful mess, because sometimes just slopping the paint on there and just letting go and feeling it and getting into it and making something that's ish-ish rather than perfect create something amazing and new and beautiful and becomes an ism like Picasso and cubism or impressionism, right? What is impressionism? Impressionism is an impression of something. It's an ish. So our lesson for today, let go, have fun, and don't judge your work too harshly because Maybe somebody else isn't. Maybe somebody else is loving your work. I'd love to see what you're creating. Feel free to comment below and share your website. And I'd love to see it. Hey, thanks for joining us in this week's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it. And be sure to follow us on your favorite platform so you never miss out on an episode. All right, I'll see you next week. Later.